Yeah, Donatello if was any, about that if, business. If, if anybody likes Raphael, I'm cool with that too. Well, I heard he was the black one. So <laughs> Raphael might have been. The no, black you one. decided he was the black one. You didn't have to <laughs> shit. Listen, I'm gonna go with what I heard. Maybe I said the rumor, possibly, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with the rumors. What'd you hear? Raphael was black. Raphael was black. No, See? no. that's what the people are saying. Uh, that's I, what the people are saying. I think I think it's hilarious that both of y'all are acting like this is a new thing. Welcome to the Less Than 10% Podcast. I'm your host, Culius Caesar. With us tonight, we have from Texas, we got Bobby Drake. Uh, out in Los Angeles, we got Regular Etc. Out in the DMV, we got Mr. Duke Justice. And joining us tonight from New York City, we got Mr. Marcus Breyer. New York City? <laughs> the big Bright, lights. Bright lights and everything. I, I, I think everybody needs like an ad lib, like a hand, or, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I know what they were here. All right, we got to work on that for next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, today we got a lot to talk about because it's been a really busy week. First up is going to be Killer Mike. Uh, then we're going to be talking about this flat earth dude that actually made a rocket and took off. Then we're going to be talking about our favorite and the best TV slash toy combo action figures that were ever made. But without further ado, let's jump into our first topic, Killer Mike. So for those of you that are not familiar with the subject, Killer Mike went on the NRA TV um, and had an interview. And he said some things that weren't quite in line with what people thought Killer Mike was, I suppose. Then he came back on Twitter and apologize in the three minute long video and people are really upset so i'm gonna stop talking right now and i'm gonna let somebody else jump in here so initial thoughts what do we think about this whole killer mike shit going down well honestly i just thought that the man was gonna show up and talk to those people about something different like he's talking to nra folks like philando castell was nra like talk about that long you know uh, talk about how black people can't be armed and like if we're armed then we need to get shot and if we're unarmed then they're like oh I can't believe he got shot but some type of way there's nothing around stop shooting black people I thought maybe some of those things might have been a topic but you know instead we're talking about other things <laughs> I don't think that we're paying enough attention to the fact that they got the NRA got this big ass blackity black ass nigga on their television named Killer Mike. And they are yes. and they Damn. and they are telling other black people, why can't you be more like Killer Mike? <laughs> you should be more like Killer Michael and get in line. No one, <laughs> white people would see Killer Mike and have liquid shit in their drawers. <laughs> but now he is going to be the smoke person. And then, uh, did you see the apology? He came out and he was like, then, you know, they he used like, it yeah. out of context. And they did some, some sneaky. His, his, he got hacked. I, I was hacked. <laughs> the white devil got me. Made you look. Well, yeah, if, if you're Killer Mike, right? 
You know that you're killer, Mike, and you're black and you're big and you rap. And the NRA is endorsing you against black folks. It's a 99.9% chance that you have a stupid argument. And you should just know that being killer Mike, especially as as much as, you know, listening to his music and stuff, you you figure he's a relatively conscious guy. Um, I get, listen, like, I get where people are coming from with this. Oh, you know, black people should arm themselves and then blah, blah, blah. Because, okay, like, the police should not be armed and, and citizens on. But the biggest problem as a black person is the issue of intersectionality, right? Uh, I think regular et cetera kind of made a mention to it earlier. If Philando Castile can legally carry a gun and as a law abiding citizen had his gun get seven bullets just in his chest in front of his, his uh, child and his lady in the car for breaking no law, then that's the bigger problem. You're talking about gun rights for black people, but even if you have the rights, the NRA ain't going to support you and you're going to still die. So what are you talking about here? You know what I'm saying? This is a bigger argument that, like you said, uh, we kind of wish that he had brought other things into this, but it was just stupid. So in terms of what he did bring into this shit, I think what made me mad is that he even brought up Wakanda at all, which made me feel like the rest of his interview was shit. I don't really give a fuck what you got to say. You tried to make a point using a fictional a fictional nation, right? That at its core, in terms of what people know about Wakanda right now, because people didn't read the comic book. People don't know anything about that shit. People know about the movie that just came out that Ryan Coogler directed, right? And in the movie, the emphasis of Wakanda is that they don't use guns. That's like right. a part of the folklore. So for Major him, to, so for oh, him to say that as his like funny point in the interview, like this is the ha ha niggas don't even know they think they woken, but even the app, you know, it was just like, yo, what the fuck, Killer Mike, who the fuck are you right now? Like I, I had no, I had nothing for it. To to regular's point about the, I thought this man was about to bring some nuance into the situation about black gun ownership, about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was saying you need to bring the same energy with anything you come with, right? Like, if you're talking about, oh, fake woke people, Wakanda, Wakanda, and then all of a sudden you get all this backlash because you realize that, you know, the people who I guess you thought you were supporting aren't supporting you, and then you come back like, <laughs> oh, my interview was taken out of context. and No, it wasn't, dude. It wasn't taken out of context. You just said some stupid stuff, and everyone called you out on it. Like, come with the same energy. Don't don't come saying, oh, I'm sorry that my words were misconstrued. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I was wrong. It was stupid. I thought about it. Yeah. Don't come apologizing for what the NRA is trying to, like, frame you as. No one's trying to frame you for saying that stupid stuff. Then he had the equivalency of saying, if my, you know, I tell my kids they can't walk out of school, they ain't, they're not going to um, protest any gun control. But yeah, I really agree with this March March Our Lives. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I agree with all these Parkland kids going out and, and fighting for gun control. But if my kids did it, I would whoop them. Yo. That's how I felt. And then, and, then, and then he said some shit to the effect of like, yo, don't support your allies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, fuck like, all that fuck all that ally shit. <laughs> like, sometimes you can't support what the fuck they do. Sometimes you just, I was like, yo. And then 
in the apology, yeah, I'm an ally for, <laughs> for for all this gun rights. And I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. I this think crazy. I think that the the biggest thing that's being missed by all of the whole black people need to have guns and all that shit. I think black people are constantly thinking that we're gonna get a fair shake. It's something wrong with us where we always think that it's gonna be fair and that I did everything right and I got my papers and shit. But if if Trayvon had a gun and he shot Zimmerman, that nigga Ooh. be in jail or dead. If Tamir Rice had a real gun, he'd be dead or he would have got one cop and he'd be in jail and dead. All of the scenarios where we could have had a gun, you still would have been dead or prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. So it's not like it's just not the same. And I think sometimes we got to we got to just eat that and be realistic about it, because walking around with a gun, my nigga is getting you shot or you just going to end up shooting one person and going to jail. You're not. It's no stand your ground for black people. It's get on the ground. nigga. It's, it's not the same. And I don't I all of the arguments are just old, really. It's just because it's us reaching for some type of fairness that is just not present right now. Exactly. There's no way that this is going to end well for you, right? Like, mm -hmm. you, you taking this argument that if we had guns, then they would be afraid and then they would respect it and then, you know, gun laws would pass if all black people aren't. No, they wouldn't. They'd just be killing more niggas. That's yeah. really what would happen. There's no gun laws that are going to pass. The, the, the Black Panther showed you that. People say, well, look at the 70s. Uh, 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 California has the strictest gun laws because Black Panthers start they arming themselves. They killed Fred Hampton. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what, are you what more do you want to see? What do, what do you want to see? Right. How much more evidence do you need? Masada is still in Cuba. <laughs> I think Killer Mike is suffering from the same shit. Like, nigga, once you get out in the, in the public, they take you. They steal us. Like, like, like they will they take, take you. People. Think they about take how, people. like, like, like Killer Mike came out of nowhere. Way, really, little science factories. They take our funniest people and they put them on stage for everybody. Like, they steal our greatest talent. And then there's no, there's no return on that investment. Nothing. Like our community never gets the the real W's. Yeah, like they give us back all the, get the W. And that's the only way. That's the only way we get to taste the W. If we all get to taste it, like we all get to enjoy Will Smith. They like <laughs> like look, look man, you gotta realize it's like they they white people go. Wait a minute, y'all like this nigga? Oh y'all y'all like this nigga? Okay, I'm gonna find out what's really going on with him. Like, they, oh y'all oh y'all oh, like this nigga? <laughs> but we love this nigga, right? right. <laughs> Like Beverly Hills. Y'all like Kevin Hart? Oh, we love Kevin Hart. We'll give you back Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they got Migos on Tasty now, so yes, there we go. Migos. I didn't know you could even take them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, they got the Migos. <laughs> they got Migos on Tasty. That I'm means they're gonna give us back Justin Timberlake. <laughs> nah, they can keep him. We don't want him no more, <laughs> he though. Can stay in the oh, yeah, he can stay. He can stay. <laughs> I'm never good with him. Uh, we never wanted him. We never wanted that dude. Bring Genuine back. Hold up, did y'all so y'all cancel Killer Mike though? I don't think he needs to be canceled over the shit. What? It's what I'm saying. Canceled? Nah, hell nah. He just, he just. I, I think fucking, he made some mistakes. Yeah. He trusted the some white folks. The he didn't even make mistakes. Okay, let's be clear on this. He didn't yeah. make mistakes. 
he spoke his, his real views. Trusting them people going out there and saying that silly shit. Like, no. Spoke, so now we're gonna learn from that mistake. No, listen, he spoke I, his real views. I refuse to believe that Killer Mike did not know what NRA TV was, who it was marketed towards, and what it was used for. Uh, I'm I with y'all all of that. I'm just believe. saying, is he canceled? Is he is he disinvited? I'm I'm on the cancel path only because he said the black dude was his friend. If he had just said that this was an interview or whatever, I would have been like, cool. But it's like, yo, you talk to that dude all the time. But Culius, how many how many bad friends have you ever had in your life that you didn't even know was bad and you still was right. you still fucking with them yeah. for a long period of time? Until you pretty much all of them. Pretty right. much <laughs> all of them. Pretty much all of them. I'm talking them. about men here, <laughs> right? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I'm a dozen. I mean, come on. I don't know. Not see, but listen. The thing is, not at that. Not at if I was at that stage in my career, right? Mm -hmm. it, if this is not the first dude that I knew that put me on TV and embarrassed me when I was, you know, twenty-one years old or something like that. Like well, I've been. Killer in, Mike really been on the getting in TV. I'm about to life. say, look he at has. look at his blow up though. He was by himself. He was in always accompanied by his 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 new yeah, he, teammate. He, he's accompanied by that white guy, but this, when the whole Bernie Sanders shit was and everything was going down, like yeah, Killer Mike Bernie was Sanders out there. Was a bad look for that guy. It yes, because Killer Mike was on some Bernie or nobody type I shit. Like, I will not allow my black body to vote for anybody else than Bernie yeah, Sanders. He was wilding. He was wilding. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. That was, yo, he was riding that harder was for Bernie than I ever seen. I wish I had a nigga. My daddy don't even stick up for me like that. Like, <laughs> he was crying like he was on a Selma bridge. I'm like, bruh, just <laughs> he was rapping for Bernie like Bernie did some like personal shit, like grabbed his hand. Hey, nigga still <laughs> went in the booth and voted for Hillary. So like it was like right. if I could just well, touch the hem of Bernie's garments. <laughs> <laughs> he, was doing, he was doing some shit. And he was doing an OT. <laughs> oh, look, man, I'm, I'm going to make my, my, my week. I'll make a week plea for him not to just be straight up canceled because I've been watching him. I've been mad happy for him. And he's been talking some shit. And I know he gives a fuck. But you, you think about it, hood niggas, man, we ain't ready to just be like I'm a hood nigga. We. We ain't ready, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't ready to just be Like, if you put me on CNN tomorrow, <laughs> If, I, if you put me on CNN tomorrow, I'm going to embarrass black people. Like, I, I, like, like they're going to ask me some shit, and I'm going to get canceled. And I don't, I'm not trying to be canceled is what I'm saying. I know my heart. Right. He, like, he, he spoke his views as much as... Yeah, yeah, no, no. At the time, it fucked him up. I think we would have heard it on better ears if it wasn't right. They, they, they did it on purpose, you know what I mean? The no, way they did it. They but, got him. And they... They got, they got him, him. They got and him. I'm mad that he got got. So he's gonna have to come back with some serious like that apology was weak as shit. So what I'm saying is that until he redeems himself, he's canceled to me. That that, that run the jewels for better be the shit. Again, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Umar. <laughs> now, all right, Doctor. Nah, Umar, don't 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 Doctor Umar right? him. <laughs> don't Doctor. Killer Umar. my game, Doctor Umar. Yeah, that's totally different, man. That's totally different. I hear Doctor Umar and put him on the blacklist right next. If you don't read Naima's Twitter stories on music, right? She got like Twitter sermons on music all the time, and they be mad dope. And the analogy is like the cookout, right? Is Killer Mike invited to the cookout right now? 
Not even a little bit. Not right now. Not not now that the cookout is like this Saturday. Not this Saturday. You can't come this Saturday. Yeah, no, nah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> not uh, so 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 how does he come come to the cookout to redeem himself though? Not what this is, Saturday. Not this Saturday. What he he bringing the best. best you bring, the, you bring some brontosaurus burgers. Uh, so so listen to what I'm saying. So listen to what I'm saying. Killer Mike got kicked out the barbecue on Sunday, right? Kicked out. No, no, no. Listen, 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 no. listen. He was there. He was already there until everybody saw that video, right? He got kicked out the barbecue. Oh. And then and then on Monday, he had his white girlfriend make the macaroni and cheese. Oh, no. Oh, like, no. That, oh, like, listen, no. That, that's that's how that apology felt. Like, that's how that no. apology felt. No, that's too and so, y'all didn't see that apology? Did y'all not watch I that apology? That yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. It's more like just being un like not inviting you next time than kicking you out. Yeah, no, 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 no. salad. God damn, I think those are just yeah, that's too much. That's too much. Nope. We caught him cheating at the spades table. We don't All trust right. him no more. No. Yeah. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. That's gotta how you make it. That nigga, yeah. he reneged two hands in a row. Like, that nigga, wow. back at the table until he goes back through the rule book. You gotta go through the rule book. He got to get a lesson. Somebody got to teach this. <laughs> Killer Mike right now is one of them niggas that, nah, Deuce of Clubs is the big juggle where I'm from. Nah, <laughs> you can't. All right. Uh, all right. Well, look. All right. So next topic we had on the, the rundown was the Flat Earther. So um, uh, I'll have a regular. Man, you want a regular? Or, man, that's or silly Duke. that Flat Earther theory. Right, so yeah, so so uh, last time we uh, talked, we all, but do we all here believe that the earth is not black? Okay, okay, so no, so, let's, so get, let's get that first. Wait, hold on, let's catch everybody up. So, so, so last episode we talked about some conspiracy theories, and one of the ones we talked about was the flat earth theory, right? And we kind of all just skipped over it because we all know that the earth is round. So, unless, <laughs> so unless you, Mr. Marcus Bryan, have oh, something to no, add differently to, to sure. that, okay, uh, all right, all right. Make sure. So now wait, this is a follow-up. Hold up, though. Last time I said I was open to the <laughs> idea of I, it being flat. You know, like the way that the people describe why don't you agree with me about a flat earth? You know, like, have you seen the earth from outer space? No, I have not personally seen that. You know, have I seen, you know, a man uh walk around a black hole yes i have was it real no it was matthew mcconaughey all right so like these things have happened i've seen i've seen matt damon eat potatoes on mars nigga. right i've seen these things but the, i saw sandra bullock fly through space really happen right and like i feel like i have seen the curvature out of an airplane but who's to say that maybe I don't know what that means. Well, look, so, I, think, <laughs> I think that the Earth is round, right? But I can be argued down by a super smart ass flat earther. 
Like, a, uh, like right. a, I've watched some of those videos, and sometimes they come around some some good corners. I've heard a flat earther spitting some shit, and I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I like I, 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 was like, I don't I don't know. Right. I just well, like, why 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 wouldn't the government try to trick me like so? This? Like, go ahead. I'm just saying that. So so to be clear, moving forward, we have three people right now that understand that the earth is a globe. <laughs> One person that could be argued down I and it's skeptic. <laughs> Where did we get a skeptic? I'm just saying. I, no, I'm just saying. Wobbly, I could be arguing down by. You sound like a skeptic, regular person. No, I, I would never argue about the flat Earth, but you know, if a flat Earth person was talking that talk, I wouldn't say, "Hey, hey, hey." I, you know, I, if you here. brought me a, a flat Earth scientist and they had uh, irrational cleavage out for no reason. I would definitely be one of the motherfuckers. I turned to Kyrie Irving. Because there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I've seen the other stars in the other hemisphere, and they were totally different. So I wonder, you know, how do you how do you talk about that when you live on the, like, why are there different stars in the South? All right. So regular, why don't you throw to the story about the, um, yeah, let me hear what happened. Taking flight. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, last time, last, la last time we talked, we talked about this guy who wanted to prove that the earth was flat by, you know, making a homemade rocket and shooting himself up into the stratosphere and taking some photos and proving to you buffoons that it is in fact flat. Right. So he was going to build his own rocket and chain himself to it or whatever and, and shoot off. And so, like it turned out that like people thought it was a hoax because he, he he you know he did some three two one blast off and nothing happened. So here we are, like a month later, and I guess he really was trying to make it happen, uh, and he he blasted off into our space. Uh, <laughs> 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 it sounds like outer. <laughs> About fifteen hundred feet into the air, you know, uh, and then came down uh, pretty harshly. <laughs> right, went up at about like three hundred fifty miles per hour, and I was yeah. just surprised that he he even did that and lived. He didn't even so, use yo. He didn't even use rocket fuel. He did like some type of pressurized takeoff shit. Steam. Steam. So, so now, so now, this before I throw an eighteen hundred and twelve rocket. So before, <laughs> before before I throw the Duke with all the science, here's some basic numbers for everybody, right? He went about two thousand feet in the air, right? Let's just call it two thousand feet. Uh, to go a mile up into the air, you need to go. Let's go with six thousand feet, just to round off, right? His ultimate goal is to go 64 miles. <laughs> I just want everybody to understand what I just said. Okay, so now, Duke, you can go from this. Yeah, so listen. This man puts pressurized gas, uh, gas, pressurized gas several tanks of pressurized gas and sits on top of it, right? <laughs> So essentially sitting on top of a bottle on top of that shit. how many times have you seen a video on youtube somebody makes this bottle rocket and it gets too much pressure and it explodes in their hand and smacks them dead in the face 
Now imagine just sitting on that at about 50 pounds of that, right? And just say, hey, just just attach that to my ass end and blast me off in the air. <laughs> now lucky he is that them blow up and blow his butt cheeks to a million times. pieces. Like this man is extremely lucky. And for him to even think about getting out of our atmosphere to see the curvature, Elon even has a problem with that. He's blown up quite a few rockets trying to do that. Did he have like a helmet or something? Self-driving. Yeah, he, he had a little suit. He had a little pressure suit, huh? I saw him when he crawled out of the thing, but this man, Elon, has made a self-driving vehicle. And this man in his backyard thinks he's gonna make a rocket to fly out of our atmosphere. And Elon has blown up two rockets trying this to do dude it. Thought he would get around the hard part by not using rocket fuel. So didn't was... Elon <laughs> just put that convertible up in there like last month? Yeah. Yeah, it just happened. He's been on this journey for years. For years. The motherfuckers have video footage of the shit. I remember seeing the pictures and I was like, what kind of what movie is this? Where's this coming out? Or like, no, nigga, this real life. So this man has to just imagine it though. This man has to have enough fuel, enough potential energy to blast him 340,000 miles, um, thousand feet in the air. 340,000 feet in the air. The now, just imagine. Around the shit by not using rocket fuel. So he was like, yeah, I can beat y'all. I'm going to figure this shit out with, what? What is that? Steam pressure? What the yes, fuck? Yes, it is steam. It is it's, literally it's, steam. And it's, 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 it's to create pressure. And but like, he's the, one, he's the one that figured Everyone's out that there. this is a way to <laughs> yeah. all on his own in his backyard <laughs> with his homemade rocket. He this nigga, that we don't need gas. This nigga was using this nigga was using wild wild west technology. <laughs> <laughs> On some real, real Smith action. You don't want to see Sam where it's hit me at and shit. <laughs> here's here's the really craziest thing to me. Here's what's the craziest thing to me. That last paragraph. I almost almost wanted to jump off of a rocket myself. It says the AP noted the triumphant rocketeer's future plans include building a rack raccoon, which sounds like an air launch rocket that involves a balloon instead of a plane and is apparently intended to get him high enough into the air to test the flat earth theory. 68 miles well above the breathable atmosphere <laughs> and the Armstrong limit where all bodily fluids would boil away in an unpressurized environment. But he's going <laughs> to go up there in a balloon. Right. Steam. Right. <laughs> With steam. Right. So, so this and, is... And mind you, mind you, the only other person that has... The only person is like been like two. There's only one other dude. It's two guys who've been where he's trying to go right now in a right. balloon. Oh, so right. We just Super watched the dude do it on Red Bull, that Red Bull guy. And uh, of course, uh, Super Mario from Super Mario Sunshine with his pressurized <laughs> gun cannons on his back. Remember, he's. <laughs> my Never forget. How would he get to 10 miles? <laughs> no, no, but, but let's think about this. Let's think about this, right? Let's just think about this. In a, in a car, how many gallons is it going to take you to go 60, 64, 68 miles? Maybe three, four, five gallons, maybe? Mm -hmm. let's, say, let's, say, let's say it takes you five gallons of gas, right? That's just a car, 
right? Now he wants to get a rocket 340,000 feet in the air using rocket fuel and it has to blast him upwards through the atmosphere, which is pressing against him. He's not even traveling along the ground. He's wait, actually wait, trying wait. to go against gravity. He can't like, so how, that's fuel. how much force. Like, he has to have a ton of ton of fuel to take him up there. And he's trying to use steam. He can't use rocket fuel. That's the So the first time he right. tried it, the government stepped in because they was like, yo, motherfucker, you can't just be having rocket fuel and shit. Like, that shit is... <laughs> that's some government shit. And he, he was, was like, this is nah. because the government is, is trying to stop me from exposing the truth. So he's been, work, he been working on this shit for like 10 years. And then, He's a threat to Homeland Security if you give a man like that. Well, that's what, that's, that's, what the whole, that's what the whole thing was, was that like yeah. you can't give a regular person rocket fuel. That, that shit is crazy. And then recently, I guess more recently. That's just what they want you to think. <laughs> more recently, more people have been like, yeah, whatever. It's just because you're a coward. You're scared. You can't do it. This, that, and the other. And, you know, he wasn't having that. And so here we are. He yeah. proved them wrong. He will strap himself to a rocket and shoot himself out of. I bet you he would have a compelling Netflix documentary. I'm sure his family like left him over his dream. He's uh he's lost everything, putting all of his money into this steam engine rocket. It's it's <laughs> just a it's just a mess, man. Tomorrow he won't be able to move. That's what's gonna happen. Bob's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go off and he's gonna be stuck. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing is like I'm so glad a nigga that feels that way is white. <laughs> because if you was a black man and you was feeling like him, you just got to feel it. You ain't <laughs> you ain't getting no rockets. You ain't building shit. You ain't shooting yourself nowhere. You just you know. You just no. talking shit to niggas at the barbershop. Nigga, the shit is flat. That's all you doing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to do no proof. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, nigga, get eight hair dryers. Put these eight hair dryers. I'm going to sit on these. Nigga. My, man, my man was in the Star Labs. <laughs> that happening? Star Labs. That's, that's the beauty of whiteness. Like, that's why all of the shit that, that, that we, all of the exploration shit, you got to give Whitey his credit. Cause that's how free they are. They they can go look. That's why they're not scared of shit. That's why they jump off of buildings and climb mountains and skydiving and and hang gliding. That's shit for people to do when no when they don't have any hunters when they don't have any predators. So yeah, you can only try to scale a building with no kind of equipment. Yeah, like, 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 you got like, like, nothing but freedom. Every time, like anything that white people are good at athletically, it's only because niggas would didn't even think about doing it. Parkour. Yeah, it's like you don't think that uh, there's some black dude that's better at parkour than a white guy. It's 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 all about (laughs) muscles and shit. And just niggas, it's like, wait a minute, why am I jumping from this building to that building? Nah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Parkour immediately comes to parkour shuffleboard. Yeah, parkour is about boredom. No, no, they either go super extreme because niggas are scary. We scary as fuck, or they go super easy because niggas get bored easily. That's why we don't fuck with golf. And like all of the easy stuff, it's like, oh, that's too slow for us. I don't want to do that. Baseball. Slow. Oh, man, we used baseball. to own baseball. Baseball, oh. baseball belongs to Latin America, and white people are just holding on to it because it's the only sport you don't have to run that much. And once you take away running, that's when white people thrive. That's why hockey is weird. But hockey is also weird because niggas can't afford hockey equipment. But and like, see, see how like, we like got some nice, so we got some nice players though. 
Like we say, like oh, all of that the black shit, dudes like, oh, that play hockey, all of them that. are nice. All of the black guys that actually play hockey are nice, but they from Canada. And half of them from one family. Yeah. <laughs> they all sue bonds. <laughs> I think the only reason we don't see a bunch of fast white guys is because they're just not used to having to compete. Oh, no. I like that. That is not the case. No, I'm dead ass. I think a lot of that shit is from... The, no, because you ran track too. There's a whole lot of mediocre ass runners. You're telling me it couldn't be no athletic white men that ever show up? I think there's no, a whole they're... culture of never having to compete the same way that no. we have to like compete just to, no. just to survive. Like everything is a comp- competition to live and shit. But for like them showing up, constantly getting whipped by people or whatever, or having that hover over you and flying in the face of the whole world telling you that you're going to be great at it. Because there's a whole bunch of white runners, ladies in track. Yeah. But yeah. None that's, that's like dominating unless you're talking about, you talking no, about like. But still, no, up? but they're still out there. There aren't white men. Dude, there aren't a lot of. I can't think of a white track runner. Those white ladies are out there going for it. They're trying. Oh, you know who's mad fast? The dude that um is a South African dude, which makes sense. But um, there's a, <laughs> a fast white South African guy who comes in like third and fourth all the time. Yeah, so it'd be like I'm telling it's you, it's like, it's, 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 I feel like it's because it's a culture of not competing, and they're just they're just giving like how in basketball right now. Like I remember when I was young. Way back when, uh, <laughs> there was white guys in the NBA and they could hoop, they could fucking hoop. And now you don't see none of those guys anymore because I feel like they, they just uh, bought into a whole bunch of that racist bullshit. They didn't want to compete after that, and then like just it kept happening over and over again. So you just think that they just don't come out? Yeah, I think they're not even trying. I think they're oh. not even trying to be that person anymore. And then, like the like the guys who make it all the way out, like a Gordon Hayward guy. I'm not saying that he's a great or amazing or anything, but like he had to fight off all of that counter programming just to get to his little spot. Kevin Love, same deal. Like these guys are talented individuals. Like the whole world tells them that they're great white men, and then they show up on the court, and then they get bodied for years, and then they got to learn how to be great. Like in a place where you actually have to compete to be great, not just show up and give it your best. Like, no, show Which up is, and be better than everyone. But I'm like, I'm regular, et cetera. I still, I'm still missing uh, what you're trying to say because I think that they come out. I really, no, I really I see them come out. You, I feel like they're, they're athletes just like everybody else. And I feel like there's a whole lot of like, just it's got to be tough being a white dude. Because, like, think about other things where there are athletic white men and then they show off. They show up and show out. Like, think about how they're still showing up to be great quarterbacks right now. Right? Like, there's a whole bunch of programming telling them if they show up and give it their best, they can be great at that. But, like, all of a sudden they're seeing these other things and they're not even trying to, like, go for it. Like, it's just being athletic and being a, a competitor. But, you know, you got all of this, you know, fake shit out there telling people they can't be this and this and that. And then, and then a lot of, then a lot of people, you got to fight all the way past all of that just to show your stuff. And I feel like it's hard for people. That's why you only see Gordon Hayward and you only see Kevin Love. Well, yeah, competition is something that, that's kind of why I've been being a little quiet on it too, because I kind of agree with it, Cedric, on this one, right? 
the the in everything, for example, yeah, white people when they're growing mm-hmm. up in a suburb or whatever in basketball or whatever their sport may be, they have all the resources, all of the abilities, like you know what I mean, their parents are saying whatever, whatever. And then there's some black kid comes scrappy, you know what I mean, trying to make it because that's his only option in his head. And he just whooping your ass after you've been practicing all of these years with all of these resources. Deep down, you know that you had all of the resources and you weren't good enough. But now that you're faced with this type of adversity, there's really no incentive for you to keep fighting against it because it's not like this is your only option. You get what I'm saying? And then imagine seeing that happen for I like do. two, three saying. decades. Like yeah. people just be like, eh, I'll just go and be somebody's boss after yeah. I die. Exactly. Right. Hey, you don't got to play sports. You can go in stocks. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. And, and, I, and I noticed that in the academic field, right? Like, even in, in college, you see people get upset when you could compete and they know that you didn't have the same support system or resources that they did. You could see they get visibly upset, even in the workplace, when oh people know God. that you're way smarter than them or something, and, and, and it just they bothers it. them. They, they hate it. They hate and, it. You know, but like you said, this is a, that's a whole nother conversation, which... We're talking about the best cartoon slash toy combos. I think it's just going to come down to two. So I'm really just going to let it be two unless somebody got something else, right? So G.I. Joe gets an honorable mention, right? Because it kind of set the whole thing off, right? But it's between the Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. No. No. Bam. Talk your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles is up there. That, say why? Say why? Get on. Get oh, on. I had I had the sweetest toy. It was the pizza shooter. Mm. It had a little disc that you threw on the top, and it was motorized. Oh, you put batteries in the bottom. <laughs> it was the coolest shit. Dude, up. You could put Leo on the back, Donnie on the back, whoever on the side. You right. It just had the little things that went inside their feet holes. Oh, yo. <laughs> That oh, thing used to be dope. murderous. I used to go around the house and had a handful of pizzas. And used to drop them in there. This. I used to get everybody. That used to be the best toy. That is a flawless victory of an argument. Because the nigga took me back to my childhood with that argument. I can smell the smells. I can hear my mother yelling at me for no goddamn reason. Right. <laughs> I see crumbs on the counter, boy. Do you know, but you, but I don't think that, and I can't wait to argue with little kids about this later. Like, I don't think people understood how ill it was to do like projectile shit with the toys. Remember when it, when it first started happening, like to put the pizzas into the thing and to be able to and shoot the shit wrong. out. Bro, I was telling them, because I wanted to show them, like I had the uh, the uh, the Ninja Turtle that went to the Olympics or whatever. There were Olympic Ninja Turtles, and so like Raphael could swim. You could put him in the water, and he would do like a, a backstroke or a, a freestyle yep. swim. It was cool as hell. You had never seen toys that was just moving around on their own yeah, or whatever. Astronaut Ninja Turtles. There was astronaut. And it, Ninja he didn't have a battery in his back. He was just a cool toy. Yeah, shit was cool. <laughs> 
everything. Like you had the all the weapons that went to everybody. You had the size for Raph. You had the nunchucks for uh, Michelangelo. You had the sword for Leonardo, the little samurai sword. You had the staff for Donatello. You used to put their hands. They used to battle. Yo, you crazy with the bandanas. Julius Caesar, you got a better combo than that? I do. I was I was just waiting for y'all. So but before y'all do well, I'm not finished. Oh I don't have better. I got some ninja turtle heat back here. I was just backing up that young man. All right, well, go ahead. Let's let's do it. Go ahead. Don't hit him with the van, regular I was gonna say there was a turtle van. You guys don't understand there was a whole turtle layer. You can yes. put your ninja turtles in the understand. sewer. There we was mutagen, which was we actually that, little, that little slime. You could have that slime. Kids love slime. Every kid loves slime still in 2018. No, they don't. I was a kid. I never wanted no slime. Man, that mutagen was nah. everything. The mutagen canisters. <laughs> Yo, they used to glow in the dark. You used to put them in their hand. So when you oh, had them, man, get out of here. Fight. And then there was all types of different characters that came with. You had you had not just the Ninja Turtles, but then you had like the ancillary characters that were just part of the turtle family, like Splinter or, or bad guys like Shredder or like the Rat King. But then yep. you had like the turtle friends like all Mondo right. Gecko. All right, all right, all right. And then all right. you had like Casey. Casey Jones. Remember back then? I had a Bebop and Rocksteady, and they were the bad guys in all of my toy timelines. All of the time, it was Bebop and Rocksteady who was behind yep. them. <laughs> <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady was also white people being mad, weird, and pandering. Also, <laughs> also remember, let me tell you something that all of y'all are going to remember, no matter how old you are. You remember how we didn't have enough black characters, so we would just decide who was black, right? So we would go, <laughs> we would go, Wolverine is black. We would go, Raphael is black. Like we would just make certain characters black by how they acted. So we was like, Raphael is black, Wolverine is black. And then it turned into uh, whoever had an attitude was black to us. <laughs> we like, that, no, he's the black one and we fuck with Wolverine. No, we no, we fuck with Raphael. Raphael's black. And then you would have to fight white people over Raphael and he was like, no, he couldn't be white because Donatello is white and Leonardo is white and, and, and Michelangelo <laughs> is Mexican. Everybody knows Michelangelo is Mexican. <laughs> so, first off, my favorite toy ever was my giant Donatello with the, you know, and I had to give it away because I turned 12 years old and my grandmother made me <laughs> donate all my toys. I'll never forgive her for this. I tell it to, to this day, it was a priceless toy and I loved it. Moving on, uh, I said Power Rangers earlier and not to take anything away from Ninja Turtles, y'all, but it shows a lot about y'all age because when Power Rangers came out, y'all, nah, it was up. some shit. Hold that up. was going down. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me I had the Power Rangers no. sheets, the Power Rangers The thing about Power Rangers is retroactively, is nothing redeemable about that shit. Like, like okay, <laughs> so now listen. Like, do so you remember I, Zach? Do you remember Zach? I my do. favorite, Zach, my favorite character. 
He was black, and you know what he did? He would do karate and Dancing. dance. Yeah. He would fucking dance. And I'm like, yo, this is some racist ass shit. Nigga would kick you in the face and do the wop. <laughs> until you, you found out, until you found out that Capoeira exists. Yes, and yes. Then no. you said, oh you're right, you're right, you're right. Then we made an excuse for that racist shit. And they show Zach, right? He got the stereotypical black nigga with the flat top, even though niggas wasn't wearing flat tops no more. It's nope. 94, 95. Nigga had a flat top fade. He kicked the guy in the face and he did a little snake. Like he did the yeah, snake, snake on. I was like, oh man, this is racist as fuck. Go, Ranger snake on. He kept dancing. <laughs> he was like, Master, and he did a moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was all types of fucked up shit was that, but I must admit the Megazord was pretty damn near untouchable, man. When you put all five of those together and made that Megazord, nothing made you. It was always the last resort in any of my toy timelines. Yes. <laughs> nothing cooler to a boy than having. Some cool shit that also combines to to be some bigger cool shit. Which exactly. brings me to <laughs> my pick of the best toy show combination, yeah. which is very clearly Transformers, robots in motherfucking disguise. Oh, because God. first you got Transformers, right, and that's cool. And then you move on to Beast Machines, which was whoa, which, which was which was just cool. wars. Beast Wars, no. Beast Machines. Yeah. You're right. It was Beast Wars, then Beast Machines. So my favorite toy all time, I had the 12-inch Beast Machine Cheetor Supreme. Baby, he made noise. He lit up. He oh, was Cheetor. Cool shit. Man. Yeah, man. I was like, this is the greatest toy I ever had in my life. I, I literally went to sleep holding the toy every night because it was that dope, man. I remember... I had a Optim I mean I had Ultra Magnus. My homie had Optimus Prime and we put them together made Omega Prime. It was the first nerdgasm in my life. <laughs> That's what you got to call it. Cuz I was just like overcome with happiness that we created Omega Prime. And and, and 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 the best part was you would see some shit on TV and me and my friends would be like, "Oh shit, I can't wait till that car." And then lo and behold the toy would come out. Right, right before the season, or either after the season, and you would get, you'd be able to go and get your, or, or what was, what was Optimus, Optimus Prime Mall and Beast Wars. It always looked just like it did in the show. The toys were way, they were definitely the coolest toys of them all, man. You had guns. Those you toys did look pretty cool. I remember that they were, yeah, they were man. chromium shit. That was. They were sexy looking. I remember the Optimus Prime was pretty dope, but yeah. Nah, man, but you know who had the biggest collect, like the biggest and dopest collection of toys, most characters, like the ones that I always play with. I used to battle with GI Joe versus X Men because they had this dope. <laughs> have them set up, and it was like a big, huge war. Where you could just have all the weapons, like the GI. I used to pretend. I, what, what was the guy's name? He had the silent boots, and he came with the little slip-on boots, <laughs> and you know. I used to pretend they used to sneak around all the X-Men, like, oh, you got powers? No, nah, I got solid boots. Yo, and they used to sneak around. Oh, it was, 
it used to be the best wars go um having the you know toy battle. I had every set of set of those figurines, and then my mom gave them away. Sad, Why does sad it always end me. like that? I remember my mom gave mine away when we were moving. She was she put it in the back of the trunk, and I never seen them again. It was just painful, man. But well, this this happened on. when I was like, what? I was like twenty. So, <laughs> I was like, yo, why you my toys at? I tried to keep those. What happened? <laughs> she was like, well, you know, I cleaned out the house and I gave them away to the church. Then he was like, like, oh, my. Yo, that was the I first time I right now. That was the first time I was like, yo, I don't give a damn about God or nothing else. And he don't have to have this toy. He can have all the other toys I got. Why does he need this one? You know what? Let me do some more research on this Godfather because it don't sound like what you're telling me is all the way correct. And that was the first time. <laughs> In my 14 year old life, I, I had one compelling ass sermon that convinced me to throw away all my Pokemon cards. And the very next day, I regretted it with everything. <laughs> it was the worst decision I made. They're like, Pokemon is the devil. There's pocket monsters. That's put demons in your home. I threw all my shit away. All of it. Next day, I was hurt. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. My mom was like, I know you're not going to cry about no damn cards. I'm like, no. Well, you got <laughs> in the was just tearing up. <laughs> Crying the whole time. Threw away like, my holographic away. second and first edition. Yo, I wow. had a holographic first edition. Uh, what was it? Hitmonlee. Nobody oh. had a Hitmonlee that was first edition holographic. I had a Slow King first edition holographic. I had a second edition holographic. Uh, um, what was it? Arcanine. 120 HP, baby. Nobody was messing <laughs> with me. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was wow. and it was like you ready to battle he was like nah it was the devil <laughs> all, right. all right i'm gonna tell y'all what the best cartoon uh toy crossover is um i'm gonna first say that i don't think you can technically beat ninja turtles because it crosses so many generations but i'm gonna tell you what my best crossover is and that shit is motherfucking thundercats Ooh. now when I was a kid, we got the Thundercat Lair for one Christmas. Yo, the Thundercat right? Lair opened up. And it's as big as a closet. <laughs> like to get to get this shit, right? And I'm gonna tell you how ill the Thundercat Lair is. Cause my Thundercat Lair, let me tell you what happens in the Thundercat Lair that I have. <laughs> you go in there, and in the the lobby of the Thundercat Lair is the ultimate warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Duke, it's He-Man. So you get the Thundercat Lair, right? And you got all kinds of, all of the wrestling toys. So we had all the wrestling toys and they would guard the Thundercat Lair. And it was big as fuck. It worked exactly the way they said it was in a commercial, which wasn't that often back then. It wasn't like Crossfire. Um, <laughs> Man, that was a disappointment. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, that was. I'm not a kid. Thundercat Lair, right? Y'all, 
to have got your your feelings hurt by it. But I remember a Crossfire commercial and asking for Ultimate it. Challenge. Oh, I've had Crossfire. For like, for like, for like, for like a year and a half, just ask. Has anybody seen that commercial? It's the best commercial yeah. for a young boy to ever see. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It literally yeah. makes you say words yeah. like that. <laughs> that shit, a lot of shit was going on. Wasn't there like, like, like That's everybody hungry, was coming no, around them? Fire. It was hungry, hungry hippos. Didn't it look like yeah. the Thunderdome? It was like yeah. the Thunderdome around them while they was doing it was crossfire. Life, it was life Word. and death. Oh. <laughs> it was the whole battle. Like people were screaming. Like people had a leather vest. I feel like there was red lights. <laughs> yeah, that's like when they were selling shit for real. Arena. Like, think about how much you needed shit when they were selling it back then. Like, you like, oh, I gotta get that shit. I gotta get that shit. <laughs> like, what commercials don't do that to me now. Only commercial that does that to me now is like Plan B commercial order. <laughs> 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 we used to have all of the uh, wrestling shit in there, but we also, you know, who we had. At the top of the uh, Thundercats lair, we had Yoda. That's Damn. how much. That's how much the stuff. Damn. I was about to, I was about to blow your shit up, extra regular. <laughs> but extra regular, we had Yoda was like the keeper of the top layer of the Thundercats lair because we had all of the toys in the Thundercats lair. So my argument is that the Thundercats lair is so dope. We had all the other toys there. And I don't know. In my era, we had Castle Grayskull. Yes. That's what we had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Castle Grayskull was where... Same time, though. It's the same era. Yeah, that's the same, same thing. Era. That's yeah. the same time when they had those big-ass things. I think oh, the Ninja okay. Turtle Lair was the last one same of era. that stuff. Uh, they had the Ghostbusters house. I had Mumra's mum, mum, Mummy Chamber. And it was this thing, and you put them in it, and you press the button, and it flips over to the other side. Oh, that's cool. Last number. I had that fucking toy. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It was the illest ever. You put the little skeleton in there. Word. That is cool. Flip it over, and it's diesel ass Mumra. Nigga, I stopped that life. <laughs> <laughs> Do kids still play with, with action figures and stuff, or is it? I have no idea. Games? I have no idea. Yeah, they still do. They still Hold do. Hold on, talk about, do any of y'all have kids on the verge? Well, I, I was just around my niece. She's not 10 you, years not old. You, not you, not you, not you. No one cares about you. <laughs> oh, Duke, Duke. Do, do, the kid, do, do the kids still play with action figures, or are they only, like, outside in video games now? Nah, they, they barely play with their action figures. You got, oh, okay. you got, you got uh, boys, Duke? Two. Yeah, two boys. I have an no. older and a younger one. How old is the oldest one? Eight. Oh, you're an eight-year-old boy. Yep. So what are the new shit like? Tell, tell us what the fuck is he doing? Oh, he all, all this is about all this is about either video games, basketball, because all everything's about basketball. What, now. Kind, of, what kind of video games you let you let him just rock with all of the games or what? Oh. Now nah, you got you got you got to start them off slow, so they got to get like you know some Minecraft. They got to get that good hand eye coordination, so you got to start them off slow. And then like he 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 plays like some shooting games like Fortnite that type of stuff. Okay. Um, it was inevitable. Yeah, it was almost inevitable. No, yeah. I'm asking you because we don't know shit about like real life. 
I don't know how it is to have and my my idea of Yo, running, it's hard to even be around a kid for me. No, hold up. Don't don't listen to um I'm just saying we don't know what the fuck it is to, to raise like a, a man being grown up and shit. Yo, so it's crazy. It's Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles one. Ninja Turtles! That's because Raphael is cool, but rude. God damn it. Hey, right, until next week. Um, It has been a pleasure, everybody. So for for Bobby Drake, for Duke Justice, for Regular Etc., and Marcus Breyer, I'm your host, Julius Caesar. We will see you all next week. Peace out. Shell, turtle pop.